The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Everybody, it's your boy, the 2010 and 2011 Mr. Puss in Boots, the most entertaining, the most interesting luchador of all professional wrestling, Lucha Lince Dorado. And I'm also the MLW World Middleweight Champion. And you're listening to Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome, everyone, to a Thanksgiving edition of Perched on the Top Rope. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, former dirt sheet writer. From Ringside News Sports, Kita Daily DDT, The Richest, and The Sportster, I am Lee Walker. And today, I'm going to do a tribute show to the gobbledygooker. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was known as the worst character in WWF slash WWE history. But we're going to talk about it, and we're going to pay tribute to the gobbledygooker, because it's just deserved considering the fact that it is Thanksgiving. So the concept behind the gobbledygooker uh, was that to serve as a turkey mascot for the World Wrestling Federation at the time. But not only was it intended to be a mascot, Vince McMahon intended the gobbledygooker to wrestle and sought a skilled performer for the role. After a recommendation from Dusty Rhodes, the WWF began contacting Hector Guerrero from the famous Guerrero family in early 1990, and Guerrero would land the role after a successful in-person tryout, and months later, the character, the gobbledygooker, would be set to debut at the 1990 Survivor Series event. Now, the Survivor Series typically takes place around Thanksgiving, and this particular edition of Survivor Series 1990 actually took place on Thanksgiving night. Now, today is Thanksgiving, and it is on a Thursday, folks. But I have something special for you because I talk about the debut here. So let's hear the debut and how the fans reacted to the gobbledygooker. Things are really heating up here at the Survivor Series. And I got to tell you, these great fans here in Hartford, Connecticut are red hot too. And you know, when it's so hot, so long, well, that means that the incubation is all over. And that means a lot of us are looking forward to seeing this gigantic egg Wherever that came from, I'm sure it had to hurt. But this egg is gonna hatch here tonight. As a matter of fact, hold on. Oh, oh, this cracks me up. I, I can hear it starting to creak and crack right now. Everybody has speculated as to what might be in the egg. Is it a dinosaur? Is it a rabbit? Balloons? Is it the playmate of the month? <laughs> Who knows? Well, the way it sounds to me right now, the speculating is all over. Oh, stand back. Oh, look at stand the crunch. Back. I think that egg 
ready to blow. Oh, oh there it is. What, what is it? What, what in a world? I love oh, my it. God. What? What in the world is this? I don't know what it Take is. Take a look Rod. at it, ladies and gentlemen. I know. You're looking Feathers. at me like I know what I don't know what I, it is. A like beak. A little rooster tail up on top. I don't know. They got a pair of legs like my mother-in-law, pal. <laughs> look at the feet on this thing. I can't believe what in God's name is this? Holy. What? Uh, uh, give, go, what, what is with the gobbledy? The gobbledy gook. Don't tell me you're the gobbledy gooker. You've got to be kidding me. Is that all you do is gobble? Well, on Thanksgiving, what would you expect? What? You want me to what? Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't do that, not in front of an audience like this. All right. fans could you hear the booze I could now this particular Survivor Series night there was another performer who also made their debut which was The Undertaker in weeks leading to the event of Survivor Series the WWF began hyping the new character by displaying a large egg at several shows this had actually caused a rampant speculation rumor mill not like there was a lot of dirt sheets back then. Everything was phone calls and magazines in 1990, as I recall, about what was in the egg. And the most popular theory was that it was multi-time world champion Ric Flair, who at the time was wrestling for the rival promotion, World Championship Wrestling and was going to make his WWF debut by hatching from it. However, Ric Flair wouldn't sign with WWF until August of 1991, and we're only November 1990, so we still have a few months in between there. 
Now, another superstar that I had already brought up was debuting that night, The Undertaker. When The Undertaker signed with the WWF, he had actually feared that The Egg was to hype his debut. And we are so glad that it didn't happen. However, it was Hector Guerrero as the gobbledygooker in this big, oversized turkey suit. Now, the announcer, Gene Okerlund, who, as you heard, was next to the egg at Survivor Series, he had speculated, as you heard, all sorts of things. A dinosaur, balloons, or perhaps Playmate of the Month. Now, Mean Gene was known to throw in these comments that were hilarious and totally over children's heads. I was a child at the time, and I look back at all of these, and I just laugh at the things that Mean Gene had said. And I look back now, it makes him even a greater ring persona than what I remember as a kid. So after these comments, you saw you you heard the egg was hatching, and we saw Hector Guerrero come out in the costume. He then approached Okerlin, only making turkey noises. They tried doing an interview, uh, which we heard Okerlin call him the gobbledygooker. Now this is where it gets interesting because, as you heard, the fans were first excited, but then when they saw the gobbledygooker come out of the egg they started to boo and it didn't get any better when they went into the ring and danced to the rendition of turkey in a straw Roddy Piper and, and Gorilla Monsoon did the best they could to basically save this segment Piper you heard won the hearts of Hartford and Gorilla Monsoon described it as a big smash. It was a big smash, all right. A big smashing failure. But despite this, the WWF would go forward with the gobbledygooker. They even had a bunch of segments with superstars at the time, like the Bushwhackers, Tugboat, Coco Beware, doing these segments, seemingly pushing the gobbledygooker. And I have some of those here for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this little clip. Oh, Barney Castle can you believe our new feathered friend, the Goblin Gooker? Isn't he a bloody beaut? Oh, Cousin Butch, all the little wackaroos will love him. Gobble Gooker, why don't you show me some of that dancing you do? Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'll never dance like you, but I can do this. How about you? Come on, everybody, and get up off your feet. Come on, gobbledygooker, and do the bird with me. I said, bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. Pretty interesting, right? Now, the demise of the character itself would actually 
come at Madison Square Garden. Uh, due to the size of the costume and the head, it was hard for Hector to see. And he was unable to see out of the head, which caused him to fall into the ring after doing a handspring. So, despite the initial plans for the gobbledygooker to represent the company as a mascot, it disappeared from WWF literally one month after the debut at Survivor Series. Now, we would not see the gobbledygooker again until WrestleMania 17 in 2001, when Hector Guerrero returned to the persona for one night and wrestled under the moniker as the gobbledygooker during the WWF's gimmick battle royal and he was eliminated by somebody who did one of those promos with him toot toot tugboat eliminated the gobbledygooker from the gimmick battle royal now, there would be others in WWE who would portray the gobbledygooker. And though it was 2001, we would go another seven years where we wouldn't see the gobbledygooker again. And this time, the first appearance made it at the 2008 Survivor Series where the boogeyman dressed as the gobbledygooker in a skit with the Bella Twins and the Colognes. And it would be a year later on November 23rd, 2009 on an episode of Raw. That's right, This that year we did not get the gobbledygooker at Survivor Series, but instead on Monday Night Raw when Maurice Ulay disguised herself as the gobbledygooker to attack Melina. Now, for those of you who don't know, Maurice is married to the Miz. I mean, you should know that. There is Miz and Maurice on, you know, the USA Network. So there's that. And here is a clip of that happening. We've been joined by the gobbledygooker as well here tonight. Made a surprise appearance. But first, tell us just... <laughs> okay. Tell us just a little bit about that big victory. That was a, that was a big win, right? Oh, I'm just like, I'm just so happy to have Mickey on here and to be able to be with Kelly Kelly and I mean, I have a lot to be thankful for, you know. Hey, look out! Oh, what the? Who the? Is that? I think that's Maurice. What are you doing? It is Maurice. hasn't been around since she lost the Divas title over the summer. Sneaky, sneaky, Maurice. Sneaky, sneaky. Now we would go from 2009 for we wouldn't see the gobbledygooker for another four years until 2013 when WWE released a series of comical YouTube videos called The Gobbledygooker Goes to Work. 
Now, in those videos on YouTube, episode one is gobbledygooker parking. Episode two is labeled meeting. Episode three is labeled workout. Episode four is labeled slacking off. And episode five is lunchtime with episode six rounding up as bellyache. And those would be the YouTube series. It was just very short clips. Uh, usually they were all around a minute, nothing over a minute and 30 seconds. Now, as far as who portrayed the gobbledygooker during that time, I am not aware. However, to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the debut of the gobbledygooker, Xavier Woods of the New Day doned the turkey costume on November 26, 2015 on an episode of Smackdown and later in that same episode Jay Uso would disguise himself as the gobbledygooker to attack his New Day partners and then later we would see in a backstage segment as Uso took the hat off Jimmy Uso would put on the gobbledygooker hat and dance around in it and that happened on Smackdown Fallout which was exclusively to WWE.com now you can find that clip of all of that on YouTube as well we go another two years without seeing the gobbledygooker, and it would be November 21st, 2017, on an episode of 205 Live, where it would be Drew Gulak who would dress up as the gobbledygooker, but would refer to himself as the gobbledygulacker. Just a fun little Hello, clip. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the gobbledygulacker. And I'm here to share with you Drew Gulak's plan for a better Thanksgiving. Here are some proposals that can help you have a great holiday. Proposal number one, always make sure grandma gets her seconds offered to her first. It's common courtesy. Proposal number two, make sure your chair slid all the way forward to avoid mess. Proposal number three. Drew, nobody can hear you. Take this off. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is that better? Much better. Okay. Proposal number three. Always use please and thank you when at the dinner table. Ah, like Drew. Yes, sir. Please pass the pie. Ah, why very good, Matthew. I shall. Proposal number four. Do not play with your food. I'm Drew Gulak, the Gobbledygulacker, and this has been the Gobbledygulacker's plan for a better Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.
just a fun little clip for the gobbledygoolacker. Well, gooker, if you will, here, since that's who this is all about. We wouldn't see the gobbledygooker again until the 2020 Survivor Series. And interesting enough, on the pre-show, the gobbledygooker won his first championship, defeating R-Truth for the 24-7 championship. And here's the audio to that for you. When this guy debuted, when this guy debuted, I almost dropped the action figure of my childhood hero, John Cena. (laughs) You had a John Cena action figure back in the early 90s. Yeah, but you couldn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say, what's up, dude? Yeah, Yeah, it was up, dude. Hey, look out, look out. Hey, Dave, what's... You gotta stay back. What you doing here? Look out. Oh, my... Hey, come on, guys. Oh, oh, we got a new champ. Wait a minute. No, wait. Wait, did that, is that, is that a one, two, three? <laughs> the goblin it's a gobble good for the no. no. Yes. No. Gobble, gobble, baby. He's got the title. He just, oh. 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 He just said gobble, gobble, baby. <laughs> when I catch you. He fell flat on his beak. <laughs> when I catch you, we'll make you extra crispy. <laughs> what is happening? One of his feet fell off. <laughs> Later at Survivor Series in 2020, the gobbledygooker would lose the championship to Akiro Tozawa, who would quickly lose it to R-Truth. Now, the gobbledygooker made one last appearance with R-Truth on a following episode of WWE Main Event, where the character would be attacked by Retribution. Now... It would be Drew Gulak who would be the last person to personify the gobbledygooker as he did so by winning the 24-7 championship. He was under the, the costume in 2020 and he was also under the costume for main event. Now, as far as the legacy of the gobbledygooker goes it's known as the worst gimmick worst debut that has ever been created however here we are 33 years later still talking about the gobbledygooker we are still still remembering the character as the character itself does have a championship reign it's official and the character also has its first action figure as it is part of the WWE's ultimate figure line it even came in a two set box special box with the Undertaker Survivor Series box since they both debuted at Survivor Series 1990. 
Now Hector Guerrero defends the character. The gobbledygooker is called the biggest flop in professional wrestling history. But it wasn't meant for adults. It was meant for the children. Vince wanted to do something noble, which I take my head off to and respect. Those are the words from Hector Guerrero. And as I said, folks, if it's considered the biggest flop in professional wrestling history, we're still talking about it 33 years later. The character itself has an action figure and has won the 24-7 championship once. So is it a big flop? I don't think so. But maybe you can tell me because after all, spoiler freeze, the way to be. Remember folks, youtube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. You can also listen to us Anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's perched on the top rope. And for all those countries keeping us on their chartables, including USA, number two, United, that's professional wrestling, United States sports, Great Britain wrestling, Australia wrestling, Saudi Arabia wrestling, South Africa in wrestling, the Philippines in wrestling, Algeria in wrestling, and Algeria in sports. Thank you. I thank you for tuning in, listening in each and every week to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow I'm going to have another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. This is a bonus episode for you all, as tomorrow I'll be giving you a full list of everyone who's injured, doesn't matter what company, and I'm going to be doing my WWE War Games predictions. So, you can also find us at TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope, where we have hilarious Selena scenes recreating the greatest moments in professional wrestling history. After all, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On makes everything better, including Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. And if you don't find that funny, then you can go there and watch the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog. You can also find us on Twitch, where I am playing WWE 2K23, I'm a big fan of the Royal Rumble, War Games, Multi-Man TLC matches, and the Elimination Chamber match itself. You can find me every week, Sunday, 8pm till 10pm playing, that is Eastern Time. I also play AEW's Fight Forever, but primarily Stadium Stampede, as I am ranked in the top 150 playing that specific game. So make sure you check us out there, folks. You can also find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. You can find us on Twitter at perched top rope. And you can find us on Instagram and threads at perched on the top rope podcast. Fans remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be.